Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. Episode number 31. It's going to be Cops versus UFOs. Um, kind of interesting. The last couple of days, I've been just kind of browsing, not really doing too much in-depth research. But, uh, you know, it, it seems... Again, in 2021, the the military has decided to um, create an old program. It's kind of long-winded airborne object identification and and, uh, management synchronization group. What in the hell is that? I mean, uh, I don't know if they're making wristwashes or what the hell they're doing, but uh, I, I believe this is somewhat misleading to the public who believes that the U.S. military is actually going out there looking for unidentified flying objects, i.e. from other planets. This seems to be stereotypical of recent projects like Project Sign from 47 to 49, Project Grudge uh, 48 to 49, and Blue Book from 52 to 69. If you keep, if you think about it right now, Why would the military be interested in unidentified flying objects? Now, if you notice in their initial statements uh, for this new project, it does not say that it is specifically designed to identify other life forms or people from outside of uh, our planet. What it says is it's attempting to identify objects airborne objects. So why would that be? Well, you have to remember, similar to the prior three projects, um, right now we have China developing nuclear weapons. The Russians, we have no clue what the hell they're doing most of the time. And then you have North Korea um, testing, developing. uh, And I'm sure within our own, with our own system, we're doing the same thing. Um, I think a project like this is basically designed to to identify objects, aerial objects that we cannot immediately determine what what or whose they are. Uh, but they do throw a little kicker in at the end that if if they do uh, identify any life life outside of our planet to let us know. Well, thank you for that. Because that's just what I want to know. I saw I saw what movie was it that I thought was pretty good? Uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. Um, it was too bad they just didn't do the old version with newer technology. It would have been uh, a little better than the last one that came out. But <clears throat> So in 47 to 49, uh, Project Sign was just basically there to identify airborne objects that we couldn't identify. And their main mission was to see if they really possessed any type of uh, <clears throat> military threat. Grudge, which was a short-lived one from February 49 to December 49, um, the U.S. Air Force uh, came up with a follow of determinations. 
um, that there was uh, misidentification of uh, <clears throat> conventional objects, uh, war hysteria, basically, that because we were in the, they just got over the war, <clears throat> people were afraid, um, fabrications or fake stories, and mental health issues. You know, I got to say something. I, I kind of sway on the side of the mental health issue thing. And a lot of people may say, well, why would you do that? Well, <clears throat> I've listened to several interviews uh, from p- police officers that saw UFOs or claimed to have seen UFOs to civilians who claim to see UFOs. Civilians claim to be abducted by Uf- uh, UFOs. And in the majority of them, uh, even the law enforcement, which was, uh, it kind of had its, uh, its hiatus between the 50s and the 70s, and then it just kind of faded away uh, because law enforcement or anyone in the military or firefighters, they don't want to be looked at as oddballs because they, or crackpots because they, they've seen something that they can't explain. However, after I reviewed about maybe 20 uh, UFO-reported sightings by law enforcement personnel, and like I said, you know, most of you know how I am. I I will pick out points about my own. Good points, bad points, <clears throat> confusion, non-confusion. But I, I did find in a lot of the verbal testimony, especially in the earl- earlier cases, um, I believe that there were other issues going on with the witnesses um, just based on, you know, their ability to relate real fact to what they what they said they witnessed lack of uh, physical evidence so I'm not really you know there are a few good cases I mean there are I mean but you have to remember up until this point none of these unidentified UFOs or unidentified objects have actually been identified so we don't know what they are um, like I stated in my book, uh, Creatures of Folklore, Fact, or Fiction, um, this is probably about one of the only topics wh- where I do have a, a thought of a possibility of there being other people, you know, life forms out there. But then again, I have my typical, um, Not just, I, I would call them reservations. I mean, nothing for nothing. Listen, if you were an alien and you landed on this freaking planet today and saw the shit that was going on, one, why the hell would you want to take this place over? Second, why the hell would you want to stay here? I'd be going so fast, you know, I'd be in warp drive before I even broke the atmosphere. So, I uh, don't know what that's about. Like I said, a lot of the, uh, the earlier police interviews that were done with law enforcement agency agents that saw uh, or reported seeing UFOs um, 
I had questions about a lot of their, uh, a lot of the statements made within the, the statements within the statements, or the sentences within the statements, or the phrasing of words within the statements. Uh, sometimes there's shifts in mental cogniz- cognizance that I've noticed that were a little different. So, I don't know how much I'm going to, I'm really into here. I mean, yeah, professional witnesses, yeah, there are, were a couple reports that were exceptionally well-documented reports. However, we still have not determined what they are. I mean, for, what, for as far as we know, it could have been a conventional object that we just couldn't identify. I saw this really weird picture of this uh, thing, and I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of it was, but it was an airplane, and on top of the airplane, it was like a, 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 a single-engine single, single engine plane. It was probably... I think they said they said it was somewhere between the 30s and the 40s. They were flying this thing, and it was a normal airplane, single engine. And it had this round damask disc around it, and if you didn't happen to see the underbody or the plane, you'd think the damn thing was a UFO, but it wasn't. Um, off the top of my head, I can't remember it. I'm sure if you do some research, you could find it. But in, in all, all four of these projects, you have to understand the the kind of the motive behind them. You know, we're all, are all four of these out there looking for uh, people from other planets? No, they're not. They're not. Okay. Uh, and in each one, their basic mission is to Identify, uh, identify un, unidentified conventional aircraft objects, so on and so forth. So, is is there really a big to do about looking for alien life form? No, not particularly. Uh, Project Blue Book was a good diversion uh, by having everybody call in that they were seeing UFOs. The the the, the public's perception was that they were seeing UFOs, which swayed them away from a lot of the testing that was done, being done down at Area 51 in that area uh, on our military aircraft. So, do I think that any of these four were specifically or really designed for to look for life on other planets? No, not really. Uh, if they did identify them, they probably wouldn't tell us anyway, so there's nothing new about that. Um, it was interesting, you, you know, myself and uh, <clears throat> people like George Knapp, George Norrie, uh, Jeremy Cobell, uh, we go back and forth because, like I say, they're car salesmen. I'm not. Uh, I did hear, I, I was listening to this interesting thing with Corbell this morning. Um, I think it was an interview he just did on uh, November 24th, and even him, even Corbell himself didn't want to put himself in the position to say that. Oh well, I know there's alien life forms out there. I'm sure he. I'm sure he believes it. Uh, his thought on it was that 
Um, his interest is identifying what it is, what what these what these objects are that people are seeing. Kind of the same as my. I, I don't even really. I can't really even tell you. I have a major interest in identifying identifying uh, aerial born phenomenons or you know uh, unidentified objects or you know uh, conventional aircraft that can be disguised. I mean, my 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 big thing is you know I don't want to see another. Pearl Harbor. I don't want to see another um, World Trade Center. You know, I, I don't want to see any of that. That my concern is more of a um, strategical uh, homeland defense type of mentality, rather than I'm looking for uh, you know my favorite Martian. Uh, like I said, I mean, even in the civilian interviews that are being done. You, you know, it's it's difficult for people who have not been in law enforcement, who are not used to interviewing people and <clears throat> understanding how sentence structures and uh, inclusion or omission of statements, uh, facts within the statements, you know, um, <clears throat> it's, hard, it's hard for the average person to understand you know, when people are being misleading. Uh, and a lot of these uh, interviews, both from the law enforcement, from the military, uh, civilian entity, I've listened to a lot of them. Um, I found the uh, single digits that are impressive, believable at best, you know, um, but with the greater majority of them being uh, inconsistent non-factual and you can tell that there's some type of uh, psychological inclusion going on there because you know just just by the nature of the way uh, questions are answered statements are formatted therefore you know so on and so forth um, I did think it was an interesting topic to bring up uh, just because it seems to be the uh, upcoming trendy thing us, us chasing UFOs around and this and that and that. like I said my my thought on thought on it is more of a military and strategical uh, deflection of what's going on uh, you know public perception you know the US military does not want you thinking that the Chinese or the North Koreans or Russians or whoever else may be, you know, messing around with technology they shouldn't be messing around with, you know, they're concerned. So, yeah, they want to identify everything and anything that's going on, and, and, and so they should. Um, well, with that being said, I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest part of these uh, projects. You know, you had, like I said, you had Project Sign, you had Project Grudge. You had Project Blue Book, which was, you know, uh, lasted <clears throat> the longest from uh, 52 to 69. 12,618 sightings out of that many. Only 701 were unidentified. Didn't mean that they were extraterrestrial. It just means they weren't identified, you know. Um, I watched some of the military footage, and I was looking at a couple 
they were taken by uh, night vision because it was all encased in green. Maybe there's some thermal imaging going on there. But <clears throat> the fact that the fact that the matter is, I can, as I was looking at the anomaly that was on the green screen, they said that they were engaging this thing. However, the position of the object based on a star or some other type of uh, structure that was in the in the footage itself indicated that the one the object was not moving. You could see the the movement of the aircraft. However, the anomaly that was on the screen did not that was highlighted as being uh, you know light reflective. Uh, wasn't moving. I mean, I suppose if you, you were jumping around in your seat, it may look like it was moving, but based on the, even eyeball distance between, you know, s certain structures and uh, stars and this and that, you, you know, the the, the, the object that w was either a uh, defect in the footage, you know, the, the film, um, some type of object catching ambient light on the lens, but it was by no means moving at any, any, any wasn't moving. Um, so with that being said, you know, just, uh, this, this new project coming out, I mean, God, it's, it's so long-winded. Who, who even names these things? I mean, Christ, you know what, if I was drinking a cup of coffee in a classroom, I guarantee it, you know, you know, I'll say I drank half of a cup of coffee, I'd be, I'd be sleeping. Airborne Object Identification and Management Synchronization. You know, it sounds like you're, you're building a wristwatch or some shit like that. I mean, I, I don't get it. But until next time, uh, episode 31. Episode 31 is going to be an, another one of these um, consumer rants. I, I had an experience with... Uh, Two, project, two products in particular. One is uh, security cameras that I purchased for the house by, uh, I think it's Zoss. A piece of garbage, and we'll get into that. Uh, and uh, Spear uh, Ammunition Manufacturing, who also is owned by Federal, CCI, and Remington. Um, having a big issue... You know, with that, they're telling people that they're having problems manufacturing real ammunition. However, the plastic ammunition that they use for training, you can't find it anywhere. And I know there's no there's no shortages on uh, plastic. I mean, shit's all over the place. You know, go to recycling bin, craps all over the place. So uh, we we will get we will shred them up on the podcast and let them be seen for what they are. In episode, uh, I believe it's 31. Until then, remember, when you're in a dark parking lot, dark sidewalk, dark alleyway, or dark path in the woods, and you hear footsteps behind you, just beware. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they want or what they can do. At that point, I will talk to you in the next episode, and I believe it's episode 31. So a lot of these episodes are uh, pre-recorded, so sometimes a different episode 
numbers do show up on them, but I try to keep them somewhat accurate until then.